1: The Super Bowl is set, and the offseason is pretty much upon us. Welcome in to the Steelers Fix. My name is Andrew Wilbar, alongside, as always, the legendary Jeremy Batch. Jeremy, the Super Bowl is set, and I, I my heart got ripped out a little bit Sunday night after watching mm-hmm. that absolute debacle of the Detroit Lions. They mm-hmm. had it in the bag, Jeremy. The Detroit Lions should be in the Super Bowl right now. They killed themselves.
2: Yes, they did. You know, I'm not going to kill Dan Campbell. There was consideration to be made for going for field goals um, at certain times. But just to dive into that real quick, because I was rooting for the Lions. They were the team I wanted to go all the way at this point. Now that the Pittsburgh Steelers were out of it. So um, fourth and two in the third quarter, um, Dan Campbell, the the, the – they're up 24 to 10 at this point, I believe. And they declined to go for the field goal. And I was okay with that one because it's fourth and two at the 28-yard line. You keep that going. You go score a touchdown there, it's it's a kind of a dagger in the, in the hearts of the Niners there. And it's a drop. It's a drop by Reynolds. I, it wasn't a perfect throw, but it's still a drop there. And he's been so consistent, so reliable this year for them on third down. So I don't dock him. Campbell or the team at all and I think that they had a play in place actually that would have gotten them a first down if the players execute. So I that one's not on him to me. But the one where they are down 3 in the middle of the fourth quarter, now after San Francisco's come all the way back and taken a three-point lead on a field goal and you're, you're you're sitting well inside 50 yards for a field goal attempt it's like a 46 47 yard kick um to attempt there to tie the game um or you decide to go for it for fourth and three. Um, to me, that one is a different type of situation than Dan Campbell's typical aggressiveness would call for to go for it. Because if you kick the field goal and you get it, then you're, you're tied. And the worst you can be after the San Francisco 49ers next drive is a touchdown down. And still it's a one score game, but you go for it. And I think to me, the percentage chance of, 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 going for it there and getting it uh, was about the same as going for the field goal. And, and to me, you know, you take the points in that situation. You just got to take the points in that situation specifically tie that ball game back up, make it to where if, if San Francisco goes down and scores again, uh, which they ended up doing, you're not down two scores. You're only down one score. And you know, there's, there's going to be detractors from that saying, you know, well, it's not a guarantee. He makes the kick. You're right about that. It's not a guarantee, but I'm saying risk reward factors here. Um, You know, you could have still ended up settling for a field goal, even if you made uh, the first down there, Uh, maybe it's just a little bit shorter. So I say, go for the field goal, Uh, give yourself a chance to add points on the board in that moment. So that way you're not having to go uh, try to make up two scores with three minutes left on the clock, which is what ended up happening. and, And they just, couldn't do it at that point and, and some bad play calling um along the lines or for the lions there on that final drive where they did end up scoring a touchdown. Um so you know there's there's if 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 some butts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas, I, I think is the saying. Um, you know, we can go back and, and take a look at that all we want to and scrutinize it. But um you know kudos to the Lions for being themselves um throughout the entire season and, and postseason here. Uh, but I just think situationally there it called for maybe a little bit different action. But now the Super Bowl set, the Niners and, and the Chiefs, a rematch from a couple years ago. It should be a special game. Two really good teams. Um, maybe the best offensive designer ever in football in Kyle Shanahan against, uh, in my opinion, the greatest quarterback uh, in big moments to ever play the game. Um, it just turns on another level. And this Chiefs defense is for real, too. So that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. But, man, it should be Kansas City and Detroit rematch from week one. It really should.
1: I think Andy Reid's got to be up there right with Kyle Sheenan as it comes to best play designer. But with the, with the Lions, you hit the nail on the head there. You have to count the cost at some point. And I, I hate because it, it bugs me to no one because everyone in the entire world that is watching the game is like, just take the points. Yeah. But you can't <laughs> like, there's only so much you can do to criticize Dan Campbell. I was listening to talk radio today. Someone calls in saying the Lions need to fire Dan Campbell. I'm like, you've got to be out of your mind. Out of your mind. <laughs> you are completely out of your mind. That's the worst take in the world. Dan Campbell deserves to win head coach of the year. In my personal opinion, I believe he does. He has done enough to deserve head coach of the year. You could argue he blew it in that game and he did blow it in that game. But he what he has done to change the culture in Detroit that wasn't an Mm -hmm. easy thing to do we'll see how legit it is if they come back my concern is after a loss like that you got to worry about hangover the next season going to the AFC side of things not much changes (laughs) Baltimore what have we been saying this entire time Jeremy the Ravens are gonna flop in the playoffs it never ceases to amaze you cannot ever trust Lamar Jackson over Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. It's just not a wise prop.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, and it goes to prove our point too. Like the the Ravens, there's a game plan to beat the Ravens and the Steelers have it down um, and they've proven that they can do it. And that's why we were, we were stumping. If you just play your best game of the season and, and beat the Bills, uh, you have a chance to go to the AFC championship because you're playing the Ravens. Uh, and you know that team. Uh, well, it wasn't the Steelers that took advantage of it. It was Steve bagnolo and, and that Chiefs defense that absolutely flummoxed Lamar. And Andrew, I don't know about you, but uh, the dichotomy between the two quarterbacks there where in the biggest moments, Mahomes made the spectacular, crazy, s- stupid plays to hit a wide open receiver or scramble for a first down. And Lamar is just sitting back there in in wide open pockets with room to run if he wants to with um you know receivers changing their routes and and playing backyard ball and he's just kind of standing back there and and would not be decisive one way or the other and i think a little more decisiveness from lamar jackson and this game could have been a different story because the ravens defense did come to play um they held the chiefs to 17 points that you'd think that's a win for your team but the Chiefs defense was just better. And in reality, the Chiefs defense is the story. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey were amazing, but this Chiefs defense has proven that it doesn't matter what opposing offenses throw at them. They have an answer for it. Um, And we'll see if that can continue. Uh, You just can't bet against Patrick Mahomes right now. Um, You can't do it. And, And you know, you can, you can say, well, San Francisco is a different animal potentially. And, you know, there's a lot of narratives here in this game, but until proven otherwise, um, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he's going to win football games. His team is going to win football games because they get the best out of their players, um, in the biggest moments. And it starts with him.
1: Can't disagree with any of that with Baltimore. They were the second most penalized team in the NFL this year. But when you think of Baltimore and their penalties, usually it's just because of maybe a little bit of over-aggressiveness, a little bit of extra physicality. Yeah. When was the last time that you ever saw them play so undisciplined football?
2: They got in their own heads is what happened. And they, you know, um, I think back to what, what Greg Olson said in the first half of the game where, you know, the Chiefs uh, were saying – you know, or I'm sorry, that the Ravens were saying, you know, Patrick Mahomes doesn't like to get hit um, when he runs. And, and we're, so we're going to hit him. And it just felt like that attitude kind of spilled over too far for this team. And it was like, well, it doesn't matter what he does. It doesn't matter what anybody does. We're just going to, we're going to hit him. <laughs> we're going to hit him hard and we're going to be excessive with it. And it came back to bite them a couple times. And the Ravens, if you look at it from, from hindsight here too, honestly, the Ravens probably should have won this game as well. uh, When you consider it from the ifs factor. I mean, if, if Zay flowers doesn't have one of the best defensive plays of the year uh, on him at the goal line, this game ends in 17, 17 at, at the very least. And, and we'll see how it goes from there. But the, the Ravens have another touchdown on the board Um, And, you know, there was a a interception in the end zone for Lamar Jackson, making a a, just a boneheaded error that we've seen time and time again out of him. But the Ravens did put themselves in position to score. They just couldn't complete it when it needed to happen uh, the most. And the Chiefs did uh, the opposite. They they hit MVS on uh, third and and seven or third and eight uh, with you know, a minute left to play on a 30-yard strike over the middle of the field. Uh, Mahomes threw back across his body, moving to his left to Travis Kelsey for a big third down conversion that ended up in a field goal attempt. And so, you know, it's just one of those tales where the defense has played really well, but the Ravens own mistakes um, and inability to to uh, take advantage of the big moments and their own matchups was the difference while the chiefs were able to do that. What is
1: one thing I want to ask you this. What is one thing that the Steelers, as they head into 2024 and just looking at the, the two remaining teams, the teams that made it all the way the, how to, you're not going to get an Andy Reed. You're not going to get a Kyle Shanahan. You're not going to fix the offense in the way that one of those two teams have the ability to just change a culture based upon the offense. Steelers aren't going to get that in the next offensive coordinator. What is one thing the Steelers can learn from the two offenses that we see in the Super Bowl? Maybe something that whether it be from a personnel perspective, play calling perspective, what is something that you've seen from one of these teams that are in the Super Bowl that the Steelers should really try to apply as soon as next year?
2: Well, these are two so, such vastly different teams in my opinion and and I I be, uh, agree with you that Andy Reed uh, is a huge part of what the chiefs do on offense and how they scheme things up. But you know, Mahomes just has an uncanny feel for the game that transcends everything else that the defense is trying to do and transcends the scheme as well. It's what makes everything work to the to the um, point that it does. We've seen in San Francisco that uh, Brock Purdy, when things get tough, He, he isn't able to, um, you know, elevate everybody around him to overcome when the scheme is struggling. I mean, things have to be right for that offensive scheme. Now credit him and credit the 49ers team for being able to come back in a game. They were down 17 points in, but the offense was never really bad in that whole game. It was just that the lions kind of came out and surprised them quickly the the Niners didn't have a lot of resistance in the second they didn't have any resistance in the second half to what they were trying to do on offense and so you know the players are working um, the scheme is working in San Francisco I I would just say this if the Steelers are going to take anything away from from this it's that you you're not going to to get to this level with mediocrity on offense there has to be something great about your offense you have to be top two or three at something on offense, a, a real true identity if you want to uh, succeed. And I think um, it's it's got to go back to the passing game. Steelers can run the ball. I think we've seen that. But the passing game has to be able to build off of that running game, has to be able to do more um, to create in the big moments and, and not fall down. So uh, whether that's through the scheme or whether that's finding a transcendent talent at quarterback, um, you know it either one of those is going to be difficult for the Steelers to do in a single offseason um, you can take steps towards that direction but uh it's going to be tough for the Steelers to be able to I, it's hard to see them going to a Super Bowl in 2024 it just really is with when you see the other teams and what they're good at I still look at so many
1: people that look, try to evaluate quarterbacks and comp. Oh, this guy has Patrick Mahomes like traits and he can do this. He can do that. Mm -hmm. And we even hear that with Caleb Williams, Patrick Mahomes has the best instincts of any quarterback to ever play in the NFL. And it's really not even that close. I think, I think if you're talking about anyone that has come in the league since Patrick Mahomes, I think the closest one. And I said at the time was Jordan love. He's Mm -hmm. got that feel. not quite to the level of Mahomes, but he does have a good sense just a lot it fooled a lot of people because his accuracy issues were legit coming out of college and it took a while for him to settle down but now that he's gotten those things under control we're starting to see what he's truly capable of because of his instincts because of ability to see receivers open unlike really Mm -hmm. most quarterbacks in the league and that's why he is becoming i think you can make the argument that by next year we're talking about jordan love as a top eight to ten quarterback in the nfl
2: yeah well and going back to mahomes too it's like it's not just that he he knows exactly where to find the open receiver or how to manipulate the pocket it's that he can he can throw open receivers better than anybody else like um his i don't know what it is it's like his depth perception of the defense his ability to layer in throws is just next level the the touch and accuracy that he has on some of those um lobs over the middle of the field is it's pinpoint it's 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 like laser beams, um, guided missiles, if you will, uh, from whatever launch point that he wants to do it. So just be- before we get to the the core stuff, um, like there's gonna be a lot of of scrutiny of Caleb Williams coming out of the in this draft because he's been the guy most compared to Mahomes um since uh, you know of any college prospect uh, outside of maybe Jordan Love as you were talking about there. Um, but Caleb Williams, I don't know if we've yet to see those instincts. You can see the arm talent and the ability to throw off platform and, and the ability to layer in throws. But like you're saying, the instincts of how to manipulate the pocket and how to just feel every player, like all 11 players on the defensive side of the ball and all 11 of your players at the same time. And and the flow of offense versus defense, it's, it's going to be hard to replicate for anybody. And, it's just a special guy. It really is. And it burns me up that we go from 20 years of Patriots dynasty right into a Chiefs dynasty with no break uh, for you know other teams to kind of sprinkle themselves in for a few years before the next dynasty starts. It does burn me up. Oh, it does.
1: <laughs> at least this time, it's a team that doesn't have asterisks by their Super Bowls and a team that at least seems to be doing it the right way. So kudos. Hey, there you go. To the Kansas City Chiefs, hopefully the Steelers can find a way to get in the mix sooner rather than later. I like that, honestly. I really do. Follow Jeremy at the Bets 93. We're going to have a bunch of draft content coming at you. Yep. We're going to be closing in on our first big board. Yep.
2: Go check out Andrew's work on the website, thesteelcurtainnetwork.com, uh, and check out some of the stuff he's working on there. Uh, I'll have a couple articles coming out as well. Uh, check out the Steelers' Q&A and then my appearance on the let's ride podcast with Jeff Hartman uh, every Friday. Uh, don't forget to check those items out. Look forward to talking to you again next time here on the Steelers fix. Go Steelers. Let's have a good off season. Here.